0: It's an Access Utah tradition. Every year, we gather with members of the group evening in Brazil in UPR Studio C to enjoy some great bossa nova and samba. And today, Lindafer Linford, Christopher Neal, Mike Christiansen, and Eric Nielsen are joining us for the hours. They prepare for concerts tonight at 7:30 p.m. at the Covey Center for the Arts in Provo, and Thursday evening at 7:30 p.m. at the galliman Center in Salt Lake City. And we uh, hope you'll join us for the hour. A lot of great music and a little conversation. By the way, you can uh, email us to, us to the program at upraccess@gmail.com. at gmail.com, at gmail.com. Let me welcome in uh, members of the group, uh, Evening in Brazil, Linda Ferrara-Linford. Welcome wow, back. Thank
1: you so much.
0: Thanks for being with us. Mike Christiansen. Hello, Tom. Uh, Christopher Neal. Hi, Tom. And over in uh, what we could call Studio D is uh, Eric Nelson. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> because of the the blasting sound of the of the saxman. Thanks thanks for being with us. Uh, let me start with uh, Mike Christiansen. Uh, remind us how Evening in Brazil got started. What? Um, I think
2: did we get together after I took sabbatical.
3: Well, we we got together for a Christmas function. Oh, that's right. right?
2: We, we did a Christmas uh, show for the the three department. the three of
3: us. But we realized we needed a, a, a soft female voice to really. Push the, the music forward, and we found Linda, who was a freshman student in the voice program.
2: Mm-hmm. Nicer to listen to, and much better to look at. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, Linda, you're now
0: graduated. Yes. So it's been this has been what five years or something. Yet? Seven Four, years. So oh, seven right. years. Wow. Yeah. Seven years. Yeah. Um, so uh, the the Brazilian connection, uh, Christopher. You're a I native was, of Brazil.
3: I was born and raised in Brazil in São Paulo and uh, went to college there, and then uh, came to the U.S. to grad school in Colorado. And it carried your love of of,
0: of music of your country, I guess. Yes,
3: I studied uh, classical guitar while I was in Brazil, but I really got into the Brazilian popular music after I came to the U.S. and really learned to appreciate it then. When I was in Brazil growing up, I was into rock and roll Oh yeah. really? Oh, in
0: Brazil you're into rock and roll. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that often happens, doesn't it? You you, you move to a different mm-hmm. setting, and then you then you think back to your culture. Uh, Linda, you have a Brazilian heritage.
4: Yes, my mom is originally from Minas Gerais. She's a native Brazilian, and um, but we go back all the time, like go visit. My mm-hmm. dad still lives there, and so. The culture was very present in my home, mm, yeah. and so was this music, of course, then. So it's just something that I kind of grew up around. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: wonderful. Mike, you, you, you play all kinds of guitar music. I do. Uh, I, guess well, you I mean, would.
2: I try to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and very well. No, um, thanks. Uh, so, uh, Brazilian music lends itself to. That. I guess you would you'd be exposed to Brazilian music if you're a guitarist.
2: Yeah, I mean I'm Danish and I didn't want to study a lot of Danish guitar. <laughs> so <laughs> um. is there is there <laughs> Danish guitar music? Oh, there's a guitar in Denmark. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's, there's one guitar. Yes. Yeah. Okay, but um, but I've I've always had a love for Brazilian music and ever since I was very young, and enjoyed playing it. And I took part of a sabbatical, went to. Uh, Rio, and uh, worked with Antonio Adolfo, who worked with Sergio Mendez and uh, Joe Beam, and um, and did some work with him. We played together and studied with him some. And uh, when I got there, he said, uh, when I walked in to meet him the first time, he said, "What are you doing here?" And I said, "I want to lose my accent. Yeah, yeah. And I play some Brazilian music, but I want to sound like you guys." And he said, "Okay." percussion lessons. Yeah. Oh, percussion. So uh, he had me study percussion with Ari Diaz, who was a great percussionist in Rio. And I worked with him a little bit, and uh, the theory is you transfer what you're doing on percussion to your hands when you play guitar. Interesting. So I guess that
0: that's it, it, a real thing, it, it just as in language, you have an accent. in.
2: Yeah, music, you, you, can, you can tell when it's the when it's the real thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. a difference. Okay. Yeah. When I left, he said I sounded like a karaoke, and I knew he was lying, but it made me feel good. <laughs> yeah, it makes you feel
5: good. That's, that's right, yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Eric, how did you get involved in this?
5: Well, ever since I started learning to play jazz, I've been attracted to the Brazilian music because it's got the big three characteristics, wonderful melody, beautiful harmonies, and Interesting rhythms, hmm. so that's everything a musician
0: wants. Yeah, that, that's certainly true. I wanted to uh, kind of catch people up who'd okay. been tuning in every year and familiar with Engli- Evening in Brazil. After we play some music, uh, see where everybody is now. Uh, we kind of scattered, I guess. So this is a this is a great thing that we've got y'all back together. Okay. Let's let's hear a, a piece or two. What are we going to hear? Okay,
2: uh, this is called Wave. It's a Joe Beam tune. <laughs>
1: Olha, já não podem
0: The group evening in Brazil. are members of that group, and uh, we are hosting them in uh, Studio C here at UPR, having a great time. It's a yearly tradition on Access Utah. Hope you're enjoying the uh, music, a little bit of conversation. Uh, by the way, the uh, the group is getting ready to perform two concerts in Utah tonight at the Covey Center for the Arts in Provo, 7:30 p.m. And uh, the address for Covey Center for the Arts, I hadn't been familiar with that venue, is 425 Center Street in uh, Provo.
2: 425 West.
0: 425 West Center Street, thank you. Um, And uh, then on Thursday at 7.30 p.m. at the Gallivan Center in Salt Lake City. I think most people know where the Gallivan Center is. Uh, So a couple of uh, concerts in in Utah. Um, And more information at excellenceconcerts.org. So let's... Uh, catch up with members of the group. Uh, first of all, let's let's go to uh, Eric. So, Eric, understand that you are now a former middle school music music teacher.
5: Every day is Saturday.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's no longer Mr. Nelson.
0: Yeah, uh, no longer <laughs> Mr. Nelson. You're you're Eric or or, or whatever. Uh, so you you have retired just very recently.
5: I have, but it still just feels like summer vacation. So you do yeah. I'll feel retired.
0: It, it'll sink in at, at that point. Yeah. Well, that's 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 great. Um, And uh, Mike Christiansen, yeah. you uh, you're emeritus professor of I am of I can music park
2: in a lot of places
0: now. Yeah, <laughs> is that one of the perks being an emer- emeritus one of the professor? Perks.
2: Yeah. yeah, that's <laughs> <It's> wonderful. <great. laughs>
0: yeah, you've been retired a couple
2: of years, sort of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you, yeah. You've, you've told me I did it's, the it's, partial it's retirement busier. thing, and then this this year total retirement. Oh, total retirement. Okay. Yeah, but
0: as often happens, you're you're pretty busy.
2: Yeah, started a company with a couple of other guys, and we're putting guitar curriculum in the schools throughout the United States, and uh, It's been a lot of fun. A lot of... A lot, mm, a lot of flying. A lot of flying. I can tell you, yeah. every bad restaurant in every airport.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll we'll do that. So that's another program. Uh, so Christopher Neal, so a couple of uh, members of the band are no longer based in Utah. Christopher Neal, you uh, took position
3: at uh, University of Nebraska. That's right, the University of Nebraska. I'm, I live in Lincoln now. Okay. I work for, uh, <laughs> I work for uh, an institute called the Water for Food Institute Okay. at the University of Nebraska. So it's been a new challenge, uh, I'm more in administration and research. It's uh, it's been a good move for the family. Oh, good. We miss our friends in Utah, and uh, still uh, like coming back here and seeing everyone and seeing this wonderful mountain and set mountains and valley that you, that that's here. Right this weekend, I got a taste of it, and it uh, was a, a wonderful time here.
0: Uh, Lincoln. Uh, uh, my perception of it, having driven through Nebraska, is you know flat and a lot of corn. Is that the? That's yes, that's in general, Stereotyping it badly.
3: The, the six seven hours of corn after six seven hours of sagebrush. If you were driving from <laughs> Utah, <laughs> that's right. It, you know, it's it's always good to do a little Nebraska bashing here on on Access
0: Utah. But uh, I'm sure you know uh, the the. the the uh, parallel program in Nebraska bashes Utah. Um, <laughs> they're probably more polite. I think uh, they have so, a better football team. Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Bigger stadium. Yeah, <laughs> they probably do. Uh, so is there Brazilian community in Lincoln? There is, uh,
3: there is some, some Brazilian community. There's a lot of students through the Science Without Border programs of the Brazilian government. Uh, but uh, there are more Brazilians in Utah, definitely. Okay. Um, Why do you think that is? Well, because a lot of uh, missionaries go to Brazil okay. and they end up uh, pairing up with uh, Brazilian spouses in the end, right? Uh, mm-hmm. There's a Utah Brazilian festival every year down in Salt Lake, which is huge, and uh, there's Brazilians coming out of the woodwork for that festival. Mm-hmm.
2: No, oh great, in fact, yeah. we, we played down there, and my grandson said that there're going to be a lot of people, there? and I said, well, it'd be a you know, Brazilians there. And he said, wow, a Brazilian, that's a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we need a rim shot right there.
0: Um, Linda, you've uh, you you moved to, your, your husband's in the Air Force.
4: He's in the Air Force. So we've actually moved quite a few times, just, well, a couple times in the last year. So we moved out of Cache Valley last July and went to Texas. And we were there for eight months. And then we relocated to Las Vegas. And that's a three-year gig there, and there's obviously Las Vegas, there's a huge musical community there, and there's lots of ways to get involved with music there, so it's been interesting to kind of Get my feet wet in that community, and but it's been great. Oh, that's wonderful. When you get outside, when you're able to get outside, when it's, you know, not yeah. 120 degrees out, you know. <laughs> but other than that, you're hibernating right. in the summer.
0: <laughs> Make sure your air conditioning is working great right? oh, yes. in, in your home. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. At least you're a little closer to, to Utah. I know. Okay. We
4: could have yeah. gone anywhere in the world, and, of course, we go to Las Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> well, that, that
3: was good for the band that you're I, close. I right?
4: know. You yeah. were and curses against me <laughs> yeah this,
3: this is
0: a great thing that we're able to get the band together right to, since people are are scattering uh, and there are
2: other members in the band i believe right oh yeah yeah we've mm-hmm. uh travis taylor on drums don kipe on percussion and Lars Jorgensen on bass yeah, yeah great musicians
0: so once again the uh the, the places you can see uh, uh an experience of some great brazilian music performed by the band uh, evening in brazil tonight at 7:30 at the Covey Center for the Arts in Provo, 425 West Center Street in Provo, and then on Thursday, 7.30 p.m., at the Gallivan Center in Salt Lake City. More information on those concerts can be found at the website excellenceconcerts.org, and we're very happy to have members of Evening in Brazil with us for the hour uh, for Access uh, Utah. Uh, let's hear another, uh, another tune. What are we going to hear?
3: We're going to hear a tune called Chega de Saudade, which uh, happens to be the the first bossa nova recorded in 1958 with Jean Gilberto on the guitar and he was the person that created the bossa nova beat on the guitar.
0: Tell us again the name of the tune. Okay, that that's Okay, uh, that's Jobim.
3: That's a Jobim yeah, tune.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's take a brief break. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit about, about uh, Jobim and, and history. I always have you do a, a musical history lesson. I'll have you do that uh, oh, if, you're, great. if you're willing. Uh, development of... We charge extra for that. Oh, charge extra, okay. (laughs) We'll get that check in the mail. Um, More, follow. we have the group uh, Evening in Brazil with us, some great uh, Brazilian music that continues. By the way, you can respond to the program here with your question or comment at upraxis at gmail.com, upraxis at gmail.com. More following the break.
5: Programming on Utah Public Radio is made possible in part by our members and Art on the Lawn at the Old Crookston Home, 1491 East, 2300 North in Logan, Saturday, June 25th from 10 a.m. until 6 p.m. A venue for art, entertainment, and food, including plain air, on the lawn, and an old car show. Details at art on the lawn, cashvalley.net.
6: This
1: is State of the Arts. Utah has a strong theatrical tradition. The first major building in Salt Lake City was a theater. St. George built the Electric. Gunnison built the Casino Star. Park City and Ogden built Egyptian theaters. So when industrialist George Thatcher planned the first grand building in downtown Logan in 1890, of course he built a bank, with a theater above it. The Thatcher Opera House reigned for 24 years before it was destroyed by fire in 1912. The Journal reported the worst fire in Cache Valley history on the front page, several pages later reporting the sinking of the Titanic. The loss inspired construction of the Kane Lyric, Ellen Eccles, and Utah Theaters, three historic theaters on one block. This is Wendy Hassan for State of the Arts.
0: State of the Arts is brought to you by the Cache Valley Center for the Arts in
5: Logan, Utah, managing the historic Ella Nichols Theater and Thatcher Young Mansion.
0: is some uh, Brazilian music. We're enjoying uh, a yearly tradition here on uh, Axis, Utah. We invite uh, members of the band Evening Brazil with us in Studio C, and uh, we're enjoying the the music for the hour today. Um, And uh, we're hearing uh, Eric Nelson on uh, saxophone, uh, Linda Ferreira linford on vocals, uh, Christopher Neal on guitar and vocals, and uh, Mike Christiansen on guitar. Uh, So um, I previewed a history lesson. Maybe you could take us
2: through how... Simon bassanova developed okay well when i was uh doing some work in brazil they uh had me kind of walk through some of the history of it to get the the feel for how the contemporary sound should be and um, i was surprised to find out that uh it, it got its beginnings actually with polkas from europe really and not so much bero barrel polka but um, well that too i guess but like rachmaninoff polkas and, and that kind of thing and the, the polka was this typical rhythm it's just this, um, and a feeling of being in two. One, two, one, two. And so when that got to to South America, the uh, with the African influence in Brazil, they started syncopating that rhythm a bit. So they would play the first part well and souped up the harmony a little bit. But so you would have this kind of a fill, and so you'd have like two halves of of the beat. Their beat. First half and the second half. So they would syncopate the second half then. And this gave birth to the churros, the, the machis, uh, which are Brazilian styles, and uh, that gave way to uh, the uh, samba. And they started syncopating both halves of. Um... So it was even more syncopation involved with the samba actually to do the samba correct it's uh, you anticipate the first part and then you don't the second and they continue that that style that rhythm all, all the way through the piece well in the 1950s in, in Rio the uh, aristocracy down there thought maybe that this was just a little bit too wild and maybe just a little bit too busy and they wanted something that was a little softer something you could sit on a beach and have a drink with an umbrella in it and, and just enjoy the sunset so they took this same rhythm uh, and they they just simplified the rhythm a little bit and Christopher maybe give me an idea of the Brazilian beat so it's a little bit less complicated a little bit less jagged and harsh and a little bit smoother sounding. And it wasn't so much the tempo, because there are fairly fast bossa novas and fairly slow sambas. Uh, here we think of uh, sambas being fast and a bossa nova being slow, but that's not actually always the case. Although it is nice when you slow that rhythm down. and you, Yeah, that is nice. You get that fundamental that you're used to hearing in the intros of so many bossa nova. But yeah. that that's sort of the the morphing of the uh from the polka to the bossa nova. Yeah, that's that's very interesting. Uh at, at some point
0: uh, it swept the world, right? It, I mean, here in America it swept jazz certainly and then
2: yeah, crept and when, into popular uh, music. Yeah, and when joe beam came over to this country, uh you know, he was uh, he brought over here Stan Getz uh brought him over. And uh much to the chagrin of uh, another guitar player uh, named Charlie Bird, who really wanted to bring <coughs> him over. Mm. And uh, Stan brought him over first and uh, recorded with him and did some very famous bossa-novas and then just took off from there. Mm. Well, let's hear some more uh, music. What, what do we hear? Well, this next piece is one that I wrote, actually. I, I wrote it the other day, and uh, we got together before rehearsal. And I I personally, I think it's... Well, I, it's going to be a big hit. I, I can I, tell. Yeah, now. yeah, I think... I feel good about it, and I think uh, I think people will like this one. You see what you think. We'll ask okay. ask you after.
7: Olha que coisa mais linda, mais cheia de graça, ela, menina vem e que passa num doce balanço a caminho do mar. Moça do corpo dourado do sol de Ipanema, o seu balançado é mais que um poema, é a coisa mais linda que eu já vi passar.
1: You think? Wow, I think that's going to be a hit. Well, that's that's a good <laughs> job.
0: And, of course, they're probably the most famous Brazilian <laughs> tune, right? So the uh, national anthem y- of Brazil, yeah, I think. Yeah, Girl that, from Ipanema. Yeah, is, is, yeah. is that Jobim? Oh, definitely. So yeah, I just yeah, assume right. everything is by I Jobim, think. but we're probably yeah, playing Jobim some Jobim
3: and the words by uh, Vinicius
0: de Moraes. Okay, yeah, a beautiful performance. Thank you. We have Evening in Brazil with us in uh, Studio C uh, and have them for another about a half an hour. By the way, you can respond to the program with your question or comment. Mm-hmm. Do you guys take requests? I don't know.
2: Um, it, it, with know, within I, reason,
0: <laughs> I guess so. So the yeah. the email is upraxis at gmail dot com. at uh, gmail dot com. We have with us Linda Linford who is on vocals, Mike Christiansen on guitar, Christopher O'Neill on uh, vocals and guitar, and uh, Eric Nelson is on saxophone. They are. Uh, some of the members of Evening in Brazil. Evening in Brazil will be performing at the Covey Center for the Arts in Provo tonight, 7.30 p.m. Covey Center is 425 West Center Street in Provo. And they'll also be performing Thursday night at 7.30 p.m. at the Gallivan Center at Salt Lake City. More information on these concerts at excellenceconcerts.org. We're hearing uh, some some great uh, music. Um, This still, uh, bossa nova and and samba still pops up in jazz and Pop music. You were talking before we went out there, Sting is is quite partial to uh, bossa nova.
2: I I was uh, talking with uh, Andy Summers once, and he said that uh, when Sting first brought in um, to the band, bought in uh, Every Breath You Take, which we're used to hearing, um, uh, was originally a bossa nova. Uh, Maybe Eric could play just a little bit of the melody. See, I mean, there are there are a lot of tunes that could be uh, adapted and played as a bossa nova, and that's been done a lot. Remember, uh, remember uh, the uh, Sergio Mendez doing a lot of uh, like Beatles tunes mm-hmm. and the right. Look of Love and and tunes like that as bossa nova. So they adapt very well with it. Interesting that that tune, though, Every Breath You Take, was originally written as a bossa nova and then changed over. Mm. I wonder. Uh,
0: let me start with this question with with Christopher and have everybody else chime in if they want to. Um... We're we're going to be seeing a lot of Brazil this summer,
3: uh, with with
0: the Olympics, the Rio Olympics. Uh, what do you most hope that of, of the culture of Brazil comes through the, those television screens?
3: Well, I think that considering the success of the World Cup a couple of years ago, I think it will they'll pull it off, um, and, uh, and everyone will be well received, and I think it will be a similar atmosphere to the World Cup where all the Incoming tourists from different parts of the world uh, got into the culture, got into the music and the food, and were very w- well received from, by the Brazilians. And I think that's going to be the case again.
0: Yeah, unfortunately, there's a lot of political turmoil leading up. But you, you think they'll they'll pull it off, and it'll
3: yeah, it'll, it'll be good. Uh, yeah. The show must go on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, uh, so, so just briefly, what. Uh, what do you think of it? Do you think that the Bossa Nova Samba, the music that we're playing, do you think that captures some something essential about the culture of
3: Brazil? Oh, definitely, definitely. Uh, it's a culture that's very musical and very rhythmic, uh, you know, strong African and native uh, influence in language and food and music, and this this, uh, this style really recaptures really uh, the, 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 the social... Uh, Aspects of of Brazil, mm-hmm. you've got to go down there to to experience it. Yeah, no, no, I need to. And they're to. still
2: very proud of that musical heritage, mm-hmm. you know, which they should be. But uh, you know, I think uh, sometimes we we associate maybe the, like the girl from Ipanema as being elevator music, or mm-hmm. you hear that when you're waiting in the dentist office. But um, you know, when it's done when it's done properly when it's done correct i mean it's it's gorgeous stuff and down in brazil they don't uh, think well that's just you know elevator music i mean they mm-hmm. they they love it and that, that song is still very popular and and all of those uh, that that style is still popular there
0: let's uh, hear another piece of music what what are we going to hear
3: uh o morro o morro tem vez mm-hmm. a com- composition by again uh, Antonio Carlos Jobim and uh, Words and Lyrics by Vinicius de Moraes.
1: i
0: some great Brazilian music on the program today. Uh, Members of the band Evening in Brazil are with us, Linda Ferrer-Linford, Christopher Neal, Mike Christiansen, and Eric Nelson. And they're preparing for concerts uh, this week in Utah. The first of those is this evening, 7.30, in the Covey Center for the Arts in Provo. That's 425 West Center Street in Provo. Thursday, they'll be appearing at the Gallivan Center in Salt Lake City, 7.30 p.m. More information on those concerts at excellenceconcerts.org. Let's take another break. And we'll come back our final segment with Evening in Brazil. Thanks for listening.
5: Programming on Utah Public Radio is made possible in part by our members and Moab Area Travel Council, who champions Utah's visitation to Grand County through tourism, events, and recreation in a manner that promotes and protects the beauty and scenery of our natural environment. Information available online at discovermoab.com.
1: Hi, I'm Jill Deacon. Ali Wong is a rising comic who's getting a whole lot of buzz for her tough-talking, dirty-minded style. Next time on Q, we'll talk about how she subverts and plays with ideas of feminism
2: and motherhood. That's next time on Q from PRI Public Radio International.
5: Today at 1, right here on Utah Public Radio.
3: I'm Jay Allison, producer of The Moth Radio Hour, and I hope you'll join us for our show here on Utah Public Radio. Moth stories aren't part of the disposable daily information flow. They stick with you, and you'll even find yourself retelling them. They're that good. That's The Moth Radio Hour, Saturday evening at 6 on Utah Public Radio.
0: Thanks for listening to Access U Tom Williams, and we're uh, hearing great Brazilian music on the program. We reached our last segment, and uh, we're going to jump right into a tune here. What are we going to hear? I, maybe tell us. Uh, I especially wanted to do that because sorry to okay. step on you there,
2: because this is this is a tune really written by you. It is. Yeah, I, I actually did write this one. Okay. <laughs> this right. is called Bonita, which means beautiful, and uh, uh, lyrics by Christopher. All right, let's hear it. Mm-hmm.
1: I'll return to your
0: What's that? Oh, do you I hear my hear phone that? in that? I didn't hear your phone. No, it was
2: perfect in tune. <laughs> well, uh,
0: everything's everything's working out. Everything's coming the up roses here. is a B flat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you selected the right the right ringtone. Uh, so that uh, we should say that's a song called Bonita. Bonita. And it's uh, music by Mike Christiansen, lyrics by Christopher New. Yeah. That's uh, that's beautiful. Uh, do, do you do you write much music together?
2: No.
3: Uh, <laughs> this one. It's the
2: only one we've collaborated on. Well, he he
3: he actually wrote the the the, the tune uh, way before I wrote the lyrics. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was in a publication that came out uh, a
2: work I did for uh, Mel Bay Publications, and uh, sat around for a long time before we put the lyrics to it. And uh, actually, I think we played it instrumentally a couple of times. And Christopher said, "I'm going down. I'm going to be sitting on the beach in Sao Paulo." I'll have some time. I'd like to write some lyrics to that. So I don't know how many versions there were, but that one came out.
3: Yeah, and I, I wrote the Portuguese version as well. So I wrote both the lyrics in English and Portuguese at the same mm. time, inspired by the uh, Atlantic tropical forest that mm-hmm. surrounded me. <laughs> oh, that's uh, Yeah, it must
0: be, must be beautiful. By the way, I have to say, uh, I, uh, Portuguese, I think, is my
2: favorite, at least Latin language to, to listen to. It's just musical. Beautiful. Something about it, it's just uh, <laughs> sexy. I don't know. When I was in the airport in Rio, when I heard the, heard the lady just announce gate changes, it sounded sexy. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> it yeah. just like, you know, no. here we hear you're going to be at gate four, but over there, say your plane is at gate four.
3: Uh, o teu vôo vai sair do portão quatro. Oh yeah, it's yeah. so better. It's be just better.
0: It's kind of like, uh, kind of like opera. You've, sometimes you hear an Italian opera, and it, it's just
2: better in the Italian. It's, yeah. If they translate it to English, it's a little more prosaic. You know? There's a video, there's a recording of uh, Frank Sinatra doing a segment with uh, Joe Beam, and they're playing together and. Joe Beam is playing guitar, and uh, Frank Sinatra is singing. And then uh, Frank stops about halfway through, and Joe Beam starts singing the same tune in Portuguese, and Sinatra says, that's the only way to hear it. <laughs> he just pauses and says, that's the way to hear it. Yeah, it's it's true. Before we go to the next song, I just want to briefly
0: ask Eric, what uh, we've talked about guitar and, and vocals. Is, I don't know, there's something different about playing Brazilian music on the saxophone? Is there a, is there a Brazilian ambature? What do you... Or is it the same?
5: Uh, same embouchure, but mm-hmm. of course everybody's laboring under the shadow of Stan Getz. Okay. Mm-hmm. He had a particular sound, so we, we all kind of phrased that way. In yeah. fact, John Coltrane said about San, Stan Getz, he said, that's the way we'd all like to sound if we could.
0: <laughs> so you, you're all trying to sound like like Getz. Well, that's that's a good that's good aspiration. Let's jump in here. Some more music. What, uh, what are we going to hear
2: next? Let's play one note samba. All right. Uh, this is an interesting tune because uh, it's... Uh, Jobim did this a lot, where the melody just stays on one note. Well, actually two notes and then a whole bunch of notes. But it starts out with just the one note. And the harmony uh, relo- uh, envelopes that. So the, the chords change, but that melody stays the same. And then it goes to a second note mm-hmm. where the chords change but the second note stays the same so when you're listening to it you can kind of listen for that hence the the name one note samba yeah
1: Fazendo wasn't that.
0: Samba. Oh, who, who's the composer? Jobim, Beam. Joe Beam, of course. And yeah. uh, who did the lyrics? Uh,
3: not sure about okay. this
0: one. Okay. Yeah, I wanted to credit them. They're they're quite clever. It's kind of you know, the theme is all about the one note, and the music course is one note. And, That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, let's jump in. Uh, can we do another another tune? Probably have
2: a t- uh, time for another another tune. We do Sure. Okay. This is well known. Another well known bus
1: Quiet nights of quiet stars, quiet chords from my guitar, floating on the silence that surrounds us. Quiet thoughts and quiet dreams, quiet walks by quiet streams, and a window. On the mountains and the sea.
0: That's members of the group Evening in Brazil who have joined us in Studio C here. Uh, We thank uh, Linda Ferreira-Linford. Thank you so much. Thank you. On On, uh, vocals, uh, Eric Nelson on uh, saxophone. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, Christopher Neal on guitar and vocals. Thank you. Yeah.
3: Thank you, and uh, thanks to uh, you for uh, bringing us on and uh, Utah Public Radio and also the Excellence in the Community Series for sponsoring these concerts in Provo and Salt Lake City. Thank so you we, very much.
0: Uh, Mike Christiansen, thanks.
2: Always a pleasure, Tom. Thank you.
0: Let me give the information on the concerts. Tonight is your first opportunity to uh, see Evening in Brazil. That's uh, Covey Center for the Arts in Provo. That's 425 West Center Street in Provo. And that's tonight at 730. And then Thursday night, a concert at 7.30 at the Galliman Center in Salt Lake City. And more information, as uh, Christopher pointed out, excellenceconcerts.org is the website to go to. Special thanks to our engineers, friend Weller and Jim Wellings, and uh, to my producers, uh, Bennett Purser, Connor Rivers, and Amy Kobe. Thanks to you for listening. Thanks a lot. Uh, could you play us out with a Two, just little... Three, four <laughs>
5: Utah Public Radio is made possible in part by our members and Utah Humanities. Empowering Utahns to improve their communities through active engagement. Online at utahhumanities.org.